Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. I got this Wi-Fi thing figured out, so it's on now. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Yes. Um, good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And I apologize again for that last um, podcast because my Wi-Fi was off the chain or the devil was trying to interfere in that message or something. Um, but I want to start off by saying um, that today is Mental Health Day. And I just posted something about how it shouldn't be confused with mental illness because it really shouldn't. Um, you know, if you use it as a metaphor, it's like how you drive to get to where you're going. It's not a destination that we get to. It's not, you know, anything like that. It's it's more about how you get there. Um, and it's just really a topic that's really close to my heart because I have uh, tons of experience in it and know several people that um, suffer from it. I mean, that's the only word I can think of is suffer. And um, the, you know, feedback that we got from you guys, um, some of it is heartbreaking. Some of it is motivating. And I just really... I'm so thankful that we have this opportunity to kind of bring you into our world and share with you that there is life out there when you feel like you're stuck. Um, but it involves doing stuff you have never done before, literally stepping outside the box, because if what you were doing was working, then you wouldn't be here and you wouldn't be listening and trying to hold on to any crumb of faith and hope that's out there. Um, you know, we are real good about, you know, wearing our spiritual spanks. Um, you know, it, it looks good on the outside, but it's cutting off your circulation. You post about being happy. You post about, you know, having all your junk together. You're healthy. You're eating right. And I can only talk on this because I was that person. I posted a positivity, like, out the wazoo. Um you know, and just made my life really appear to be something that it really wasn't. And it wasn't because that that's what I was trying to do, but that's what I was, I was wanting so bad. You know, it, it, there were things about it that were good, but there was a whole ton of stuff that I wasn't dealing with and hadn't dealt with and circumstances that I was in that made it hell. I mean, hell. And, you know, instead of, you know, really, bowing down to it and surrendering to all of what I was going through, you know, it was just easier, easier for everybody else to, you know, believe that that's just the way it was. And it was easier for me on so many levels to just not deal with it. And that didn't get me nowhere. That led me into a physical crisis um, that ended up being the mental um, manifestation of what I was going through. I mean, to the point where when I was down with my back, you know, my right ear, I've never had problems with my right ear before. And all of a sudden, you know, my right ear is blocked. Well, in a metaphysical world, you know, God's trying to talk to you. So you better listen. You know, there's things about our body that, um, you know, sends us messages and they are so easy to put off on something else. And I know Nicole can tell you the same exact thing. 
um, with her body. You know, we are given these senses and we're given these things to help us stay in tune, not just with ourselves, but with the world. And, you know, we put on our spiritual spanks and we post about things and we, you know, we say things and we make it look like something that it's not always, I mean, it might be a little bit of that, but, you know, you're sitting there cutting off your circulation, can't breathe, no airway, no blood flow. I mean, just straight up suffering and suffocating and can't breathe, you know, just in hopes to appear more appealing and have it all together, make it look smooth. And then you're stuck in, you just made it look like that. And I mean, that's a hard reality to come to terms with. Um, And I mean, we see it every single day. And I mean, it's not a, you know, genuine um, feeling that you're, you're, you're left with because then you, you know, everybody else thinks everything. And then you are the one that is sitting there dealing, you know, with that false environment. And, you know, as, a coping mechanism that's what our bodies our our mental state is designed to do it's designed you know to you know kind of overcompensate you know for a uh i don't know what the word is i'm trying to use um but our nervous system just isn't designed to live in survival mode and that's kind of what we're going with um in today's podcast is loving and living in survival mode and um, you know, I'm sure at this point, probably Nicole has something to say, cause I was kind of long winded. <laughs> no, all good. All good. Um, I, I guess just a second, what you just said, you know, loving and living in survival mode and what that, what that looks like, you know, we talked about what anxiety and depression looks like. And, you know, you, you just discussed putting on those spiritual spanks and appearing one way on the outside, but yet really not having anything at all together on the inside. And you're kind of in autopilot mode. And I think the biggest thing, even with me is in my personal experience, you know, I've had so many health problems in the last decade or more and um, countless surgeries, female health, you name it. And there were times where I just thought to myself, well, goodness gracious, like, why, why am I having all these issues at such a young age? And I was chastised for it and ridiculed for it and judged for it um, and wanted so badly to break from that cycle. And really what I had to come to realize and what I thankfully know now is it was a lot of what I had going on mentally and emotionally And traumas that I just never dealt with that were deep on the inside that I was hiding behind this outwardly happy appearance on the outside. And, you know, your, your body will begin to break down if you do that for so long. Like you said, our nervous system is not designed to live in survival mode. So, you know, I think my biggest take on, um, on this topic is going to be that, you know, if you are not on good terms with you, then you will not be happy. And if you are not happy, then you're not able to love fully the way that you need to be. And you or, know, that's or you love problem. you love at an expense. At whose expense are exactly. you loving? Exactly. And, and what and, environment did you create 
you know, in, in order to be loved and in order to be accepted, what, what did you have to sacrifice for you, for your surroundings to be the way that it needed to be? Exactly. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, it's a conditioning, you know, we talked about the other day, what our, our loved ones who loved us when we were children, you know, they, a lot of them were probably in survival mode trying to love us. And it's just this generational thing that you have to eventually say, you know what, it stops here and it's not going any further. And, um, you know, one thing that I want to say, you know, is how, how do you recognize when you're in survival mode? Because that is something that is sometimes hard to do. So if you're constantly feeling like you're in a state of urgency and that everything must be done right now, right now. And everything is life or death, like literally, like it gets to that point sometimes that that's one of you know that's one of the signs um how many of you have canceled your obligations like you know b- dates with friends um how, how many times have you been a flake mm-hmm. you know that that's also another sign because you know you're you're it's you're too much energy you know it's too much energy that you don't have to prepare for a false situation because you can't be real with yourself and you sure can't be real with nobody else about what you're going through. So it's, it's a, a level of shame that just festers, you know, exactly. And, you know, um, that, that leads to being in a constant crisis mode and you can't even allow others to help you because you, it's just this, you feel like you have to do it all because it's your responsibility to take care of everything. And, you know, disrupted sleep, breathing issues, rapid heart rate, a ton of health issues that you can't seem to get out from under, you know, um, lack of joy, avoiding bad things. And you never have any hope that it could in fact go good one day. Um, That doesn't even, you know, that things going right or things going good doesn't even come into your realm of thinking because you're you feel like you're literally having to divert crises all the time yeah Um, I mean like the hold on um where'd I go oh the unexpressed emotions you know that's the trauma that stays in the body like illness in an incubator I mean because that's when it starts it starts feeding out you know into your body and affecting you physically so then it's a vicious cycle because then your body you know, is on the same page as your mind. And that's, that's, that's where you run into a lot of problems. And that's where you do start struggling and drowning. And, you know, the, the process of the disassociation, that's the, that's the word I was trying to think of all ago, is the mechanism that we have built into our psychological system as a form of escape. So it's like, you can get distractions, but they don't, they don't, they're not serving you. You know, we do have good distractions that come in sometimes as a welcome blessing, but we have other distractions that keep us from focusing on what we need to heal and get rid of. Um, Because, you know, the problem with the disassociating yourself with it is then you you begin to feel so much you feel nothing. So then you go get put on medicine. And then what happens, you know, the trauma is still there and it's robbed you of your past. And now it's robbing you of today and it's robbing you of your chances tomorrow. You know, so it's, it's really, it's, it's like grief is like a wet sock in your mouth. You can still breathe, but barely, I mean, air is still coming in, but who wants to live like that? And I mean, that's what that heaviness feels like. And, you know, 
it, it comes down to a point where I know that you read about stuff all the time saying, you know, you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired, but you know, we can't live in victim mode either. Our, our need to be healed has to be greater than being right in your situation. Like it, 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 it has to be first and foremost. Yeah, like my, my healing has got to matter than me being, it's got to matter more than being right in my situation. That's right. You know, and it kind of, you know, kind of goes from there, but you know, there's wounds that we have that never show on the body that are way deeper and way more hurtful than anything that ever bleeds. And, you know, those are, those are the things that I sat with and, you know, kind of just let consume me. And, you know, when you can't see left, you can't see right. You can't even turn around because your neck hurts. You didn't sleep. You didn't eat, you know, and what you did eat. Now you got digestive issues. I mean, it's just like a constant physical struggle that just overtakes everything. And, you know, what if you dealt with your feelings when they come? Okay, just look at look at anger or look at sadness or look at depression and look at it as a guest sleeping on your couch. Like the longer you entertain it, the longer it's going to stay. So, you know, let it come, feel it, and then, you know, work on the process of getting it off of you. Because it is literally like a I don't know like I just keep doing my hands like off of me like get off of me like that's how I mean it consumes everything and the more it interferes with your mental thinking and your ability to look out and still function you know the more it's on you now it's in you now it's on you and now you got to get it all off like instead of just feeling it for a minute and or feeling it for a week you know depending on how big the situation is you know serve the time you know, pay it the attention it deserves. And then you got to go like, then it's got to go. (laughs) Yeah. I think another problem too, and it was a huge issue with me is society puts these, you know, these pressures on us to be strong and to not have moments of showing your emotions. And that equals, that leads to suppressed emotions. And then, you know, instead of sitting with it and acknowledging this has happened and welcoming it so that you can process it, deal with it and let it go and move on. We are taught in society to Just pretend like it's not there, you know, it's a sign of weakness. Yeah. And that's the biggest lie that I can think of yeah. that it, it damages people every single day. It damaged me for so long. You know, I, I was told that I needed to be strong, that I was, you know, pick yourself up, put your big girl panties on and deal with it, you know, lift yourself by your bootstraps and keep going. Well, and in some some cases you have to do that, but it's not a a lifestyle. Like you can't live like that in a lifestyle because hell comes in all forms. Hell can come in a form of a person. Hell can come in the form of your circumstance. If you get real lucky, you can get both. Um, that's so, right. you know, it, it, you do have to pick up your, you know, bootstraps and trench through the mud, but that's not the way you should live. Those are things that are given. Those are tools that we have that get us out of situations temporarily. Like that's not the way to live. Like you can't just walk through your day every day and say, suck it up, buttercup. Like 
there's obviously something there that keeps you awake at night that you wake up with every morning. And, you know, then with all of that, just festering inside of you, now comes inflammation. Now comes, you know, all these health-related issues that have manifested themselves into, you know, these these big, you know, autoimmune. I mean, nobody ever heard of autoimmune back in the day because these these are. I mean, if you read about it, Google it. If you don't believe me, Google it. You know, um, depression, anxiety, autoimmune. I mean, it's all. It's all there. Y'all you gotta do is go read it. But I just knew at some point I had to like whip out my Georgia girl and say, I'm not scared to get dirty no more. Like I've got to have some four by four faith. Like my spiritual spanks are cutting off my all my blood flow. <laughs> like I'm about to suffocate and I can't do it no more. I don't care what it looks like on the outside. I've got to get my four by four faith and we about to go off road. And because I, I, I was tired of trying to look like I was living like what Bon Jovi um, living on a prayer. Hell, I didn't even have a prayer. I'd lay in the bed and just tears would come down my eyes, you know, and my face. And I'm like, God, like, where do you start? Where do you start? Like, I, what do I pray about? Because I, I feel like I'm on fire. I feel like I'm drowning. And some days it feels like both. So, you know, it's really about getting your four by four faith because it's going to get nasty. He likes to go the scenic route. You don't ever go straight. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's about, you know, off-roading and getting yourself off-road, off-road. Because if you think about it, I know a lot of my Georgia girls understand where I'm coming from. What do you do? You get in your car, you turn the music up and you go find a road and you haul tail down that road until everything make, makes sense again. And that's what you have to do in little moments in your day is to take, take yourself to that place to make sense again, because what you're, you know, the devil breeds in chaos and confusion and anger and hostility and hate and all those feelings. That's the devil. <laughs> like yeah. you have to get to where your light is and wh whoever that is for you or whatever it is for you, you've got to take your place there. And sometimes it means every other minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, loving and living in survival mode. When you're in survival mode, you, you're, you're too consumed with what happened yesterday that you can't change and do a darn thing about. And you're yeah. too consumed with what's to come tomorrow. And it robs you of the right now and the present. And, and really yeah. and truthfully, we are, you know, it's a blessing that we woke up this morning. And um, we need to quit living for a future that in reality we are not promised right. and may never come. We need to enjoy the now. We need to be present. How many of you out there, and I know there's tons of you, um, you show up and you're there, you, you're present physically, yeah. but where's your mind at? Yeah. Where's your heart at? Because if your heart's not in it, then you're not truly present. And, yeah. you know, um, that that is another sign of being in survival mode is you know being present but not being present and um that was something that ever since i personally switched gears to nicole if it is outside of today if it is outside of the next 5 minutes why yeah. are we even entertaining it yeah wow and i and, and i know that when you're a mom when you're a wife when you're at work you do have to sometimes think and project and plan beyond that next five minutes. But 
not to the degree to where it becomes a stress or an anxiety or a worry because it's not worth it. At the end of the day, none of it matters and it's not worth it. And I think that you just have to keep telling yourself that. So when you start to feel that buckle and you start to feel that, that overwhelming sense coming upon you, that's when you need to take that place of refuge Mm -hmm. in your mind um, and, and go there and sit with it for just a few seconds. Yeah. And it's amazing at how much that will change the game. You know, it is a game changer. So and, and starting out with the small things, you know, who you talk to, who you're around, you know, what are you listening to? What are you feeding yourself? Are you looking at crazy videos on Facebook all day? Or are you like plugging in and getting some motivational words in your ear? And even if you don't believe them at first, when I first started like really having conversations with myself on a spiritual level I didn't even know what to say and we're the only ones that are there to pick up the pieces of ourselves at the end of every day and we just expect our body to show up and do what it does without you know we wouldn't treat anybody like that and we are people that's where our sense of worthiness comes from and I mean you have to you know and and once you start doing it even if you feel like the most awkward person in the world (laughs) You know, really having these conversations with yourself and trying to be positive, that should show you that's why you're in the situation you're in is because your self-talk is not there. And, you know, we don't need people in our life to survive. We need the people in our life to make life worth living. Those are the people we need. We don't need, you know, and if someone triggers all those feelings inside of you, you know, hate is an emotion. Um, all of the anger is an emotion. And if they don't deserve your love, then they don't deserve your hate either. Then that's when you kind of like dust your hands and say, you know, they don't deserve nothing. So I'm just going to bless you. And then I'm going to be on my way. Because right now, if, if when I talk to you or I'm around you, you take me to zero when I was at 10 and that's every single time. No, that's, that's not where we need to be. Because, I mean, you can ask anybody when I'll let you have your moment and, you know, you let me have my moment, but hold me accountable. Don't let me wallow in it because I don't want to wallow. Yeah. And, you know, it's really just getting some accountability and responsibility because when there's no one else to blame, you have to look inward because you're the common denominator in all your problems and all your issues and all your circumstances, you know, and if you find yourself in the same cycle over and over and over, then there's something about you. You just, I mean, maybe you are a magnet for, because that does happen. You attract what you are, not what you want, you know, and you you have to, I had to unbecome everything down to my physical body inside and out um, for me to be able to rebuild. And as much work as I've been doing the past four years, you know, I just wasn't, I was, I was doing better for myself. That way I could be better for everybody else. So I wasn't doing better for me, like, because I had just had all my junk packed up in boxes inside my heart and I wasn't going to deal with it. Like, no, I, I was in second up buttercup mode. I've survived this far. I'm not going back. And it's not about going back. It's just about undressing. I mean, what are you, yes. what, what are you toting in your, in your back? Exactly. I, and I, I, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, 
I think that um, another thing too that we often forget, and especially if you, you know, if you're, if you have brothers, sisters, um, children, husbands, wives, the whole nine yards, you know, when you have someone that you love so much and you care about in your life, you know, we are at the end of the day, each of us are on our own journey and we are not responsible for another person's happiness. We can't save someone else from themselves. And we get so caught up in trying to do that. Right. And then that's how our cup gets emptied without being refilled because we're not going back and we're not filling ourselves back up. And so, you know, that is something, especially for me, I have, you know, younger siblings that I've, I've toted and carried, or I, I thought that I was. And, and, and really now I come from a place of, you know what, they have their own journey and I, I can love them and they know that they're not alone going through that journey. However, They've got to do it for themselves. They create their own happiness. Nicole is not responsible for creating their happiness. Nicole has absolutely nothing to do with it. And when you can do that, it's, you know, again, another game changer. I, I, I hate to keep saying that word, but it literally changes. And, and you will see how so much more receptive, like you, you feel like you're getting so much further with a few actions versus yeah all the times where you were just exhausting yourself entirely to save something that was derailing and you got nowhere. It seemed like it got worse because Mm -hmm. it did. And it was because what was going on inside of you, you know, you were blocking your own blessings. And so again, you were in survival mode. So someone who is in survival mode, sure, we can love people all day long and we can live our lives. However, it's just not the way to love or live. It really isn't. And when you can realize that and acknowledge it and change it and you start loving from a place that's truly genuinely love, starting with yourself, self love, then it's amazing at how the pieces of the puzzle will fall into place. And I'll, I'll touch on this, you know, quickly too. Um, You were, you were saying, about, you know, who we're around, what we watch, what we listen to, what we eat, Mm -hmm. what we smell, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, I, living on an island, you know, we don't, I have access to processed foods, yes. However, it's very limited and processed foods here are taxed at a higher rate because the government knows that they're unhealthy for you and that it's not good. But I will tell you, gut health and, and, and your microbiome in your gut Oh yeah. It's crucial, crucial, crucial to mental health. And I'll be talking about and, that on the next podcast. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, what we put in our bodies needs to matter. And, and I, you know, I see it every single day and so mm-hmm. many of my loved ones, I, I have girlfriends that I see and, you know, not, not at all that I'm judging. I'm not judging, but you know, they, they talk about being depressed or anxious or worried all the time. And their diet is consisting of 90% of processed foods, carbohydrates, high fructose corn syrups, um, you know, easy stuff that you're popping in the microwave. And, you know, I know that sometimes it's time and and you're you're on the go all the time, but you know what? You've got to take and make the time to take care of yourself and fill your body with fuel. You wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't want, you know, if you have a, if you have a baby and you're a mom. And you know, and you've got outlined right in front of you that this, this, and this is not going to be good for that child. 
you're a lot less likely to want to give it to them. Well, the same applies with yourself. And, you know, and, and unfortunately what happens is that's how these generational issues begin as well is, Mm -hmm. you know, one generation eats a certain way. And then the next thing you know, your whole household is eating that way. And then that becomes a learned mechanism and you're doing it generation on top of generation on top of generation. And then here we are and the youth of today have more mental health issues than any other generation. And we wonder why. We wonder why, you know, and food and what we're drinking. You know, it's amazing to me how how very few people drink the just the daily required intake of water. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's about making making those small things that end up to be big things. Exactly. And, and I think that, you know, we don't ever want to do something about it until it's too late. And so, um, you know, we wait until we get that cancer diagnosis or that diabetes mm-hmm. diagnosis before we say, oh, gosh, I need to do this or I need to do that. But but don't wait that long, you know. And first of all, if you are I challenge you, if you are someone out there that is struggling with anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. I challenge you to just drink more water today. I challenge you to eat a, a, a more balanced meal, a healthy meal today and, and start there and, you know, do yeah. it for a week. And then that week becomes two weeks and it's amazing. I want you to journal and track your progress. And, you know, I could be wrong. I don't think I'm going to be, but if you would just start there, it's amazing at what kind of result you can get from just doing that. And another big thing for me um, was, you know, when I knew I was going into surgery and I knew I was going to be stuck staring at the same four walls every single day, I built my sanctuary in my room. I made it so you know, like the picture I have that hangs above my TV that I knew I was going to be staring at every day. It was like growing grace. And I mean, that to me set the tone for how I was going to come out of this situation because I knew if I went into that situation, you know, and had a bad mindset that I was, it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be hard. The doctors told me it was going to be hard. And um, you know, but I was, I knew I'd be okay. Now I didn't know all of this was going to take, you know, transpire and take place. You know, I thought my biggest issue was just going to be getting up to move again, but, you know, laying down with these things inside of me, even though I was technically in a good place, like mentally, you know, I hadn't undressed all the way, you know, and it's not a good process. It's not a fun process to do, but it, ha- it has to be done or you're going to take it all with you every single day, every single day. And thinking about it is difficult because it's easier to just judge it. You know, it's easier to just say, oh, well, I'm in this place because of blah, or I'm in this situation because of blah. And you may, there may be very well be situations that you are in because of blah, but how you deal with it and how you live with it and how you let it affect you is your responsibility. Like I've seen this thing circulating a few times on Facebook where it's like, you know, the wound is not your fault, but healing it is your responsibility or you will cut everybody that didn't, or you'll bleed on everybody that didn't cut you. Yeah. And that's, that's so true, you know, because you know, the ability that we all have is 
our, you know, to find our light and to find our, our spiritual path on this journey. Everybody has that in them to do it. Now, whether everybody wants to wake up enough to do that, then that's their journey. But it's about seeing that potential in everyone and just, you know, loving, loving them. You don't have to love them out loud. Love them, bless them in your mind and keep yourself focused on yourself, you know, or you're going to be continually victimized by the things and the people you can't change because how you deal with the situation you're in is how you're going to get out of the, out of the situation you're in or out of the mindset that you're in or out of, you know, whatever your circumstance may be, because everybody's is different, but they're all the same because they, they cripple you and they, they, they keep you, they, it makes you feel like you're a hostage to that situation. And, you know, we all can spend time destroying each other or we can all spend time trying to heal each other because at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. Like, could I cut you? Yeah. But why would I want to? you know be a sunflower share that energy that we all embody within us you know yeah um, uh, get share if you notice that someone else is is you know lack of energy today or whatever try to share some of yours but don't do it at the expense of yourself right. you know don't don't focus so much on trying to help someone else and that you you're not refilling like I said don't pour from an empty cup um that's gonna get you nowhere really fast so yeah because I mean when you love with an with the with an agenda then you're gonna be in a in a deficit every single day so you know you've got to start off with yourself and then everything else will really fall into place or it will fall apart and you have to be ready for both, but you have to be ready to either live in the circumstance you are with the, the circumstances you have, or you've got to be willing to go into it head first, heart first, you know, and, you know, it may fall apart, it may fall together. You don't know, but you know that you're tired of living in, in that spot, in that spot. So, I mean, it, growth comes growth is growth is um what is it change is inevitable growth is optional um you know so it's it's kind of about finding if you're really sick and tired of it you'll really get it off of you yep absolutely and it doesn't doesn't get that way overnight like i wish i could say it's a beautiful process now once you get to your happy place once you peel back all those layers and once you get and you've done the work and you've gotten, you've gotten yourself right, then, then it's just maintenance. Then you kind of get to bask in the glory of, you know, just keeping it that way and maintaining that, that sacredness, you know, um, it does get there and uh, my God, is it worth it? <laughs> yes, God, indeed. It, worth indeed. It? <laughs> it is. Lord it Jesus. is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, folks, just, don't don't be a survivor of your life yes Amen. don't be a survivor of your life you can so. pull on that um four by four faith y'all <laughs> i know y'all all got them boots i know it's that time of year y'all gonna put boots them suckers the on fur. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh goodness. But, well, um, we really, really appreciate you guys for listening and y'all keep sending us those messages and keep sending us your stories because it does our hearts uh, 
tons of good. And I mean, it, it's healing for us too. I mean, you know, there's little parts of us that still are in there, you know, kind of going through their own thing. But overall, I mean, the, the ride is worth it, y'all. The ride is worth it. And, you know, we are always here. Don't ever feel alone. And we can promise you, you ain't, you are not alone. Just remember that much. If you don't remember nothing else we said today, you are not alone. Um, so hit us up on social media, send us your messages, send us your testimonies. We love them. We love them. We love them. And y'all shine your light and party like a rock and, star. <laughs> and tune in, stay, stay tuned for yes. our next podcast that we will be talking about finding and playing with that inner child. Yes. That we're we all gonna, we're on, need to get back to. So yes. Uh, that is definitely um, that was that was a very moving moment for me. But I'll share my experience um, next week, and we'll go from there. But y'all have an amazing weekend. It's fall break here. I don't know where y'all are at, but um, it's fall break here, and I get to sleep in on Saturday. So that's kind of got my fancy tickled. I'm ready, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Anyway, um, full moon Sunday, full moon Sunday, so, you know, um, embrace it, Hunter's moon, it's supposed to be beautiful, yeah, I'll be be on the beach watching that, I think, I hope, (laughs) there you go, have a great weekend, everyone, yes, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you.